On this episode of The Playbook, I have the incredible Brian Dawkins, Hall of Fame safety, and a man who they call Weapon X. How can it be that he is the epitome of humility and a ferocious Buddha? You can learn all of this and more here on The Playbook. This is The Playbook, where I give you access each week to the world's greatest athletes and executives about their personal and professional playbook and what has made them champions on and off the field. This is The Playbook. I am so excited. I got another Hall of Famer, but this time one of my favorites because he comes from the right side of the football. That's right. Hall of Fame safety, the incredible Brian Dawkins. Welcome to The Playbook. No, David, thank you for having me, brother. Thank you for having me. You know, the biggest question I get from entrepreneurs is how do I blend two things? And one is persistence, toughness, aggressive behavior with the blend of patience and faith. And these two things are very difficult to blend. But when I watch you from your career on the field and now off the field, I think you got it down on how you can blend what I call the ferocious Buddha. If I'm looking for a logo for the ferocious Buddha, I'm using Brian Dawkins. If the (laughs) IP is cheap enough, I'm getting it. But, you know, how do you blend this incredible fierce behavior with faith and patience? The primary part of me is the part of me that manages it all. And the primary, the primary part of me is my faith. That's, it's, it's, it's the essential of who I am. My very being, is my, my spiritual being, my faith, that is what grounds me. That is what allows everything else to operate in balance because I know where the strength comes from, first of all. And because of that, now I can then utilize those different energies in different ways that I choose. And this is something I've learned over time. Now, this is not, not something I, I picked up <laughs> when I was younger. But when you begin to realize and understand that when you're grounded in something, when you're grounded in your faith, then life won't just push you where, how, how far it wants to take you. You can stay grounded. Now, I'm not saying you won't move just a little bit. But you won't move in such a way as you won't lose who you are, is what I'm saying. So I knew I know who I am. And so that allows me then to balance everything else out. You know, being a defensive back is very much like being an entrepreneur because things don't always work out like we want. You got to learn how to accept things when they don't turn out like we want and have a short memory in the respect that we want to learn a lesson. And, you know, utilizing that idea, I can see these lessons mean a lot to you. You know, at what stage in your career did you start taking the lesson part out of what was occurring that wasn't going your way compared to blame, shame, or justification? Man, so if you, you watch me play, right? So you know, I, don't, I wear my emotions on my sleeve a lot of times. So I called it a, a controlled chaos. I wanted to be energetic, but I wanted to control it. And that goes to that faith part of me. Because of that, before I really understood that you have to let that play go, that that play will hurt you where you now stand. Uh, if, I made, if I made a mistake in the past, that if I continue to think on that thing, the next play will be just like the last play, another mistake more than likely. And so one of the things that blessed me, once again, is my faith. I go back to it. It's my favorite verse. My favorite verse in the Bible says that, for the Lord did not give us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind or self-discipline. So anytime that I get into those situations, 
that a mistake is made or I, I'm feeling a little out of whack, I repeat that to myself, especially as a rookie when I was going through depression and I had a whole bunch of other things, suicidal thoughts creeping in and out of my head, all those different distractions that can, pre can prevent me from being all there in that, one, that particular play. I begin to quote that over and over and over and over and over again. And the last part of it is what stood out to me. He gave me a spirit of a sound mind or self-discipline. So that tells me that, okay, that thing happened, but I have within me to move on from that. I can learn what I need to learn from it and I can move on to this next play. There's other things that I did physically to allow me to do it. Some of my life hack, hacks is what I call it to help me move on to that next play. And so, you know, and I'll give you one, I'll give you one. When I make that play, or I, mess, make, I make a mistake on that play, I love video games, first of all. Let me, let, me, let me move back, I love video games. So one of the things you can do video game-wise when you start off on a character and you're messing up is you can push reset and you can start all over again. So what I would literally do on the field sometimes is I would be doing this in my hand. <laughs> reset 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 so as i say that verse and then i'm saying to myself reset reset now it has to happen quick now because i've gone into the defensive huddle i know i made a mistake the play has been called so as i'm going back to line up for the next play i'm saying that verse and then i'm saying reset 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 and what that does is it gets me off of my heels and back on my toes ready to play and be the best version of myself in that in that in that situation what caused you to have, you know, this introspective mindset, you know, when people are depressed, suicidal, anxious, you know, frustrated, things like that, they, they get, uh, you know, stuck. And you, instead of getting stuck, you found a solution through your faith and, and some great critical hacks that you were talking about. But there has to be a moment that you're able to kind of shift and say, wait a second, why do I feel this way? What, what was it for you that gave you the transition from what was more a illness of a mindset into this faithful, progressive, aggressive, you know, productive mindset that you have today? Growing up in, 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 in where I grew up in Jacksonville, Florida, I've always said this and I'll continue to say it because it was my truth at that time. It wasn't supposed to be me. It wasn't, I wasn't the biggest of guys. You say you're what, you were five, six, five, seven. <laughs> I wasn't, I, I had a late growth spurt, right? So I had a late growth spurt. So it was all, it was never supposed to be me. I was one of the smallest guys. I always took that as a disrespect for me. And I always used that as motivation to do things. There's other things that happened in my life. We don't have time to go through them all. But the specific things that have happened in my life that I could have done one or two things, right? I could have said, yeah, they're right. I am this. I can't do that because of my size, or I can't do that because my name is not such and such, or I'm going to show them. I'm going to use this as motivation to show these chumps that I can do more than what it is that they think. So that is the kind of the background of how I grew up. Fast forward into my rookie year when I went through that period of depression and suicidal thoughts. I had to make a decision of which part of me I was going to have the most faith in the fear in my life, the things that I was dreading, the problems in my life, or am I gonna have the more put my faith and shine the light on the power that exists in me as far as the God that I serve? 
And it's in that moment, in that moment, is I had to make a decision. Either I'm gonna be here and live life and live it to its fullest, or I'm not gonna be here because I'm gonna do something to myself to end it. That was the discussion that I had with myself. And when I made that decision that I'm coming to you, I'm coming to this side, and I'm gonna do everything that I can, and I'm gonna learn everything that I can to strengthen my, my resolve, to continue to shine that light on the positive in my life, on the blessed things in my life. The Bible talks about um, what you, the things you meditate on. Meditate on those things that are, that are of, of good report, those things that are worthy of praise, all of those type of things. Meditate on those type of things. So the Bible, the words in, in, in the, 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 uh, my favorite book became so influential in how I now am able to utilize those things going forward as power because of the focus that I have and keeping my faith, keeping my faith, my light, excuse me, shining on the faith in the power that exists in me. And, you know, looking and searching for respect, you know, I get that myself. Uh, I always say people laugh at you, scoff at you, make fun of you, and then they applaud you. But a lot of times, you know, I ran Lee Steinberg for years, which is where I met Warren Moon and him and I have worked in this space for so long. I think part of the difficulty, especially for athletes, is when they have those types of feelings and ideas and mindset, they feel that they have no one to, to ask for help from, that it'll diminish in, or ruin where they're going. You know, for you, you looked within and, and to faith. Was there anyone else that you could go to or talk to to help facilitate that faith? Absolutely. I'm glad you asked because to hear me say what I just said would have brought to someone's thoughts that I did it by myself. No, I did not. <laughs> but what but what shining the light on my or on the positive parts of my life, it opened me up to those individuals. I always talk about blessed by the best. Right. So in those moments, the Lord blessed me with specific individuals in my life at those times to help me through where I was. One of them was actually going to getting some help. I went to, to get some some uh, some professional help. Excuse me. I went and got some help. And it in, in those sessions, it helped me open up and share some of the pains from my past that I had kept bottled up inside that I had never told anybody, to be honest with you. And those things were toxic. They were actually leaking out into the rest, some of the er other areas of my life in fits of, you know, the, uh, sometimes rage incidents and, and, and the like. And also, I began to do um, a couple of guys on the team that were um, sensitive enough to see that there was things going on with me, and they helped me. They brought me in. We began, began to go to Bible study a lot more. I was blessed to have Emmett Thomas as a, a defensive back coach, um, Uncle E, I call him, was very influential in um, ushering me to go get help along with my beautiful wife, Connie. And so now I call those individuals that I have, I have four individuals that I have in my life that I can go talk to about anything about. And they're, I call them my blessed pack. Those are my blessed pack because we're all hunting towards the same goals, right? To dominate in life and to live a life worth living blessing the heavenly father as we do it that's that's kind of the, the our creed sign kind of and so having those individuals in my life is so important that i never feel like i'm alone i never feel like i'm alone i, I know that blessed pack those four individuals uh it's not what you say it's how you say it and when i could feel the emotions coming through you as you sh show the respect that they've earned from you 
uh, your wife and Uncle E and, you know, whoever else is in that blessed pack. I, I love when I see someone, I tell people all the time, it's not what we say, it's how we say it. And sometimes, you know, I, I speak of my wife or my mom or certain of my blessed pack that have, you know, taken me from those depths that still today choke me up. That's what, what life's truly about. Now, shifting gears into the other side of things is as you learn these lessons and from your rookie year, you started to work on yourself, look within one of, you know, obviously you're still physically, you know, I, I was worried about you look all swollen, but I assume those are muscles still. Uh, yeah, that's just, <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's a lifestyle, brother. Give, I have to get it. I see, oh, I see you. Still going. still going at 52, but one of the things that I tell people all the time, I said, I, I'm searching, you know, in business for athletes that play a long time. Because to me, the key to life is consistent, persistent behavior. And the ability to enjoy that is the only way that we can last a long time. I've been blessed, like I said, to be a business partner of Warren Moon, who played till he was 44 years old. And I'll, I'll still remember the day I turned 44 and got out of bed and I, I went and celebrated with Warren. I said, I don't know how, when I got out of bed, it wasn't even as easy as it was when I was 24, how you played professionally. And now you have Tom Brady, you know, playing, but you played for a long time in a very physical time of the game. It was different, especially for DBs back then, uh, you know, there's a lot of punishment going on for, you know, Junior Seau, yourself, you know, some of my uh, associates that, that played, you know, what is it that we do to keep us consistent? Because I, I take the smallest things, like, you know, I, I read uh, uh, spiritual texts uh, every day, you know, Bibles of all, all types, you know, Christianity, Judaism, Kabbalah, but I read every single day to keep my faith. Uh, and try to get an, an aggregate of faith with one God. And, and for me, staying consistent with that is probably one of the most difficult chores, even though I know it's the greatest power I have. Yeah. Well, when you have been brought out of the situation that I was, that I came from, when you've been brought out of the, that the, the, the area that I've been brought out of, in living in Jacksonville, Florida, when you've been blessed to achieve some of the things that I've been blessed to achieve and come up out of that dark, dark, dark place that I, find, I found myself in, that I led myself into because I wasn't talking as a, as a man. I've said this before, I'll continue to say that men, our silence is killing us. We have to speak up, speak up and speak out what's going on with you to someone if it's a professional or somebody else that cares about you. Faith is something that is, is built during tough times. It's hard to build faith, true faith in comfort. If that was the case, everybody, we all would have a whole lot of faith because everybody wants to have faith and we wanna have it in com comfortable situations. But what I've seen in my life, and I've said this before, that the majority of success that I've had has come on the back end of pain. I've had to go through something to get the things that I have, right? The wisdom that I've gained and the like. First of all, it was a choice. I had to make sure that I was growing through every situation, not going through it. But now that I'm here, what keeps me grounded is because I know where I once was. I know what it felt to be there. And I know how powerful it is for me 
to be right where I am grounded. I was reading um, something the other day um, of, of Bruce Lee. He had a quote that was very powerful for me. Oh my goodness, it was powerful. It says, in the moment, there is no uh, yesterday and there is no tomorrow. In the moment. And as I began to just truly allow myself to ex expound on that, the power in that statement, if you truly allow yourself to be in the moment, so that I've, all, I've learned what I'm gonna learn from the past. I'm not bringing the past with me beside the knowledge, the wisdom from the past, that's with me. And I know the hopes that I have for tomorrow, but right now, all that exists is right now. So I can, to your point, celebrate the small things in life. Laugh at myself. If I say something silly, if I say something uh, 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 goofy, then I can laugh at myself. If I make a mistake and stutter over a word, I can laugh at myself. I'm not taking life that seriously in the moment because this moment is all that I have right now and I wanna enjoy it. So man, I, you, I don't wanna get, go too deep in this thing, but like, it, it is such a blessing to have the ability to know that I have the ability to go through any and all things that come my way and I can grow through them, learn something from them. And, oh my goodness, a powerful thought and, and is that I can then share that with others to allow them to see their situations differently, to wake up something inside of them so that they can then go achieve something significant in their lives, to change the, the pathway of their families. For generations to come. Oh man, I'm, I'm getting deep. I'm getting way too. That's all right. Well, that's my goal in life is to empower over a billion people. Yeah. Happy to find yeah. a thousand people like Brian Dawkins who will empower ah. a thousand to empower a thousand. And what you really represent to me, and you know, I'm thinking of your speech when you talked about going through and growing through things in, in your induction speech a couple of years ago when I saw it. I thought to myself, here's a man like me that has been uh, faced and challenged with huge mountains. And instead of figuring out how to go over it, through it, around it, he learned the key to realize what created the mountain walks with him. What creates the mountain, it's a, it's a humble, a humbling and powerful thing, which is another curious blend in life that you can be completely humble and more powerful than you could ever imagine. And when you see those mountains in front of you, just remind yourself what made those mountains is walking with you, beside you, inside of you, and allows you to not have to walk over through and around, but allow you to learn why the mountain is in front of you so that you can proceed with a little key right through a door and go on to the next mountain and learn from that. To finish up real quickly, what does humility mean to you? Humility is power under control. That's what it is. That's humility. It's power under control. That I have power. I know that I have power to move, to, to, to see things differently, to help people, to help myself. I have power, but it's under control. I don't have to then brag about who I am, what I can do. One of the things that I try, I, I won't say I try. One of the things that I do or don't do, and I do do, for the majority of the time is I allow myself to see the success that I'm going to have before I have it. 
I allow myself to. And when I say I allow myself to, I give myself permission to do that. I give myself permission to have success in my mind's eye uh, ahead of seeing it come to fruition. Man, this thing is deep. Well, you're good, man. Well, I, I've been looking for a perfect logo for my ferocious Buddha. And I got to figure out how expensive the license to Brian Dawkins likeness is because he is the epitome of the ferocious Buddha, a humble being here to be of service to others and service to God and faith and has shown through his own journey that we can overcome anything and not only uncover for ourselves, but empower other people to overcome it for their own journey so that we all can create a better, bigger, abundant universe that does exist. And Brian, I can just tell you, this has been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you for being such a humble, ferocious Buddha. We'll offline talk about and negotiate that IP. I got to license your likeness as the ferocious Buddha. Thank you so much.